0: Looks like I'm a big stone man. Let's just go ahead and fight crime. You know?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins.
0: This episode of Sincast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Visit HelloFresh.com and use promo code SINCAST30 to save $30 off your first week of deliveries. Alright everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Yellow! And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Ciao Bella! Chow yeah, Bella.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. I don't think we've
2: done Italian here. I
0: don't think oh,
1: so. You probably have
3: you did like a Derchi once, didn't you? Oh, maybe no. a ribaerchi. We've gone through all the languages here.
1: <laughs> yes, every um, single
2: language. Uh, so Swahili,
0: to, yeah, <laughs> everyone known to man. Just look it up. Look it up. <laughs> we don't just really around the world. Listen listen to, a little something like right. this. Listen to every syncast, Every language has been represented. <laughs> yes, like, every, I, I can. Every, I swear yeah. by this shit.
3: We are just we are nothing if not thorough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I think probably the opposite of it. Yeah. Uh,
0: today we're going to do a different kind of Mount Rushmore. The best, Jerry.
2: The best.
1: The I want to go, go to Mount Rushmore. Take me, take me, take me, take,
2: take, me, me, take, take me, me, me down. Hail to the chief. He's the chief and he needs hailing. <laughs> the best of the best of the best, sir. That's <laughs> just, that's very funny to me.
0: Because... Ooh. We feel like the Mount Rushmore that we came up with was going to be the Mount Rushmore, and you, and we were wonder like, do we really need to argue about this? Mm-hmm. Do we seriously need to argue about this? So what we were going to do is maybe the ones who are going to rub the shoulders of the people who are on the Rushmore that we've already come up with. And this one is for superheroes.
3: Yeah. Yeah, in honor of Thor rock and Ragnarok. Yeah. Which is getting good reviews yeah. and is being called one of the most hilarious movies ever. It looks great. It does. I'm kind of excited about
0: I, it. I am very excited about it. Of course,
3: it. I was excited about Guardians too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, I wa- the first time I watched that, I was like, man... Then went on Dicer Show, and I was like, man. And by the end of it, (laughs) I was like, well, maybe I'm being a full fuddy-duddy about this bullshit. And then I watched it again, and I'm like, I don't think it was. i do not like I was being a fuddy-duddy. it's not
3: bad. I I smiled enough. It's
0: funny, and then there's just long stretches of come on, get on with it.
2: There's that, and then the the jokes themselves go on for too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, come on, man. I actually saw it. It was playing on our uh, plane ride back from LA, mm-hmm. and I was watching it back and forth. I was like, "Yeah, that's the reason that I didn't like yeah, that scene right yeah. there." Yeah. Um, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Okay, so
0: <laughs> the the superhero Rushmore is almost already just etched in stone, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Exactly.
0: This is almost <laughs> exactly how our email chain works. Right. Um. It's it's going to be Superman, Batman, Spider Man, and Wolverine. Mm. Those are the those are the top ones. Now. The one thing that I was trying to figure out is if there was any way that we could do a discussion about this. I was like, man, I could say Superman doesn't deserve to be on there as far as movies are concerned. Mm-hmm. Because how many great Superman movies are there? Two. There's, Is it Superman 1 and 2? Yes. That's it. Yes. Then 3 yeah. and 4 are horrible, and then all the, la- the latter day ones are awful.
3: I don't know. I don't know that I would call Man of Steel awful, but it's just not good. Yeah, yeah it's not enjoyable it's dour yeah.
2: i don't want to see fucking superman mope
3: right well everybody mopes in the dc universe yeah get over it except for well, wonder woman well, she's having it, a fucking blast. until
0: justice league i think they finally sort of like yeah well wonder woman too i think mm-hmm. they finally just like okay yeah we need to dial well, that, yeah down now but. in
3: justice league the characters aren't moping but the camera still is yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly um so so yeah i was like well i guess we could argue superman doesn't deserve to be up there but when you think about it no real no superhero has a like unblemished record
3: on movies. Wolverine certainly doesn't. Wolverine definitely <laughs> no.
0: doesn't. Spider-Man definitely doesn't and Batman definitely
3: doesn't. Right. They just have more better movies than Superman. I was watching the first X-Men movie on one of the movie channels yesterday. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it in probably 10 years. It still holds up pretty well by it the does. way um, but he's been great in that role forever. Well, so
2: it's been uh, 17 years, right? Because it was, was 2000? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And and even in the bad movies, it's not bad because of him. Mm. It's bad because of the story, the plot, the effects on Deadpool after they sew <laughs> his mouth shut and Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds wonked. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I think those four would come out on top even if we spent an hour trying to be, like, I don't know, unreasonably fair. Who would be our
2: first? If we did the 3-2-1 thing... Would it be Batman? I think Batman would. Batman, be Batman it would definitely
3: be
0: mine. does because uh, he of all the superheroes, he's got he's got the only movies that you could almost consider actually Oscar worthy, and they have won Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, or or if you don't want to judge it on awards and everything, at least you can put Dark Knight in the conversation as far as movies that are as good as some of the best movies we've ever seen, sure. like The Godfather and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're up there. Um, the, I don't know if there's any... Spider-Man 2 comes to mind as far as yep. Spider-Man's best movie. Um, and then Logan probably is the best Wolverine movie. Probably. Uh, so, you know, I mean... Those uh, Of those, the Dark Knight is still way above those.
3: Sure. Yeah, I think Batman would be first out of all of our... Now, I would probably flirt with saying Spider-Man and then reject it just because I love the amazing Spider-Man and Ninja Garfield more than most people. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Homecoming greatly entertained me. Um, but I think those are the right four for the A... Mount Rushmore like me if we were gonna and we can call them the shoulder rubbers I like that idea too mm-hmm. but if we were doing like the B crew yeah. for Rushmore the next four right saying mm-hmm. that those four are locked who are the next four? And again we're talking about movies so please mm-hmm. if you've been reading DC since 1940 whatever please don't talk to me about the comics <laughs> right stuff, right um let's we're talking about movies mm-hmm. here. yeah um so who do we who do we think stands a chance here because Wonder Woman was it was a pretty great movie yes it just came out this year um and she's in batman v superman a a little she's the best part about batman v superman arguably
0: her history as far as other entertainment is concerned is you have a tv show Mm -hmm. and you have the super friends yep uh and meanwhile yeah meanwhile (laughs) at the hall of justice (laughs) um but uh but yeah i don't know i mean wonder woman definitely has a great start with this this movie this this summer and and um it'll be interesting to see if they can continue that uh that sort of that surprise level of how good that is uh with the next few chapters
3: i have an idea Mm -hmm. professor x okay okay i'm just throwing it out there okay
2: he was actually challenging wolverine for me on the a level rush movie okay and I'll tell you why. Okay, yeah, physically, he's obviously not imposing. Why does he need to be, though? This is like the most powerful mutant until Dark Phoenix uh, comes out. He's the most powerful mutant in this universe, <laughs> like, right? Comes out like she's in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, but yeah, I mean, c- nobody can
3: get close to this guy. He's so powerful that he turns dangerous in Logan. Well, and I think he's been portrayed excellently by both McAvoy and Stewart Mm -hmm. um, across several movies. Mm -hmm. I love X-Men First Class. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Mm -hmm. But we've we've now seen great range in his character with Logan, and and that was a stellar performance from Patrick Stewart. I think Professor X, he'd probably be my first vote for the B-Crew Rushmore shoulder rubbers. But which version is going to be on Rushmore? Well we're doing characters. Like we did Batman, we didn't have to pick Michael Keaton or Christian Bale. Oh that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Well, it's just the character. Yeah. And Spider so Man Patrick you don't have to worry Stewart. Yeah, I would pick
0: Patrick Stewart first because he's it was got,
3: a... you know, more movies. Yeah. He's been in like eight and McAvoy's been in Two,
2: three. Okay, so he's been in uh, the four, the three original X Men. He was in Days of Future Past.
3: Yeah, first class. Days of Future Past and Apocalypse.
2: Was he in first class? Who McAvoy? No, I I, I was talking about Stewart. No, oh, right.
0: Stewart has only been in the other two that came out after that. Okay, like that he came out in Days of Future Past. Obviously, because everybody was in that. Um, he wasn't in Apocalypse. I don't think he was in Apocalypse.
2: Thank, good decision.
0: Well, he was. Was he in the? Was there a end credit scene or something? It Doesn't really matter, but. I they guess they all wasn't. run
3: together for me at this point yeah they
0: kind of run together but uh yeah he's in days of future past and all the other x-men and stuff um but yeah that's a good one because uh i, I don't know You, th- that's a guy who's got um uh, it's almost frustratingly pure motives yeah. about <laughs> everything yeah he's
3: basically pure good
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's an it's almost annoying it's annoying I, it's gotten annoying over the years the professor x magneto arguments over the years
2: oh
0: yeah where where he's like i believe in human beings and 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 i'm like magneto i'm like i don't believe in fucking human beings yeah right they're terrible yeah uh and i i guess that's how those those movies and probably that whole comic book run has been where they've been arguing about this there's nobody who's right
3: well, i guess not
0: yeah i mean uh i mean i don't know i mean i guess i guess you're supposed to be all about professor x's i think vision. you're
3: supposed to i think we have a very cynical look at humanity that uh movies try not to
0: take yeah <laughs> yeah you know, like they try to make magneto all out to be this real bad guy and i'm like ah, i think if i was magneto i'd think the same thing
3: yeah no i agree and i don't i'm not sure i'd get violent about it never
0: understood though <laughs> never understood why the x-men were up uh were like worried about what humans did as far as laws and stuff were concerned though like did i mean if a war came down to it
2: couldn't they just easily win that (laughs) i think it's the only time because it it was in the original x-men where they were being discovered and they were being kind of put on notice and stuff like that and worldwide thing Mm -hmm. uh but then x3 was was where they found the anti-mutant serum Mm -hmm. and i guess that's where you start saying like no, we can't coexist with these people. And that's why you, you start really siding with Magneto mm. because they're actively trying to make you not what you are. Yeah. And if that if it's that kind of threat, then, yeah, you should really
0: Yeah, to, man. You know. I've always been on Magneto's side in these movies. Me too. Me too. It's <laughs> so weird. Like, they, they try to make him out to be this bad guy, and I'm like, I don't know. I put myself
3: <laughs> in his shoes. Well, especially in, like, first class when we get the, the backstory of Kevin Bacon fucking with him in the yeah. concentration camps and all that yeah. shit. I mean- his parents dying, and I mean, I think the movies do a decent job making his side arguable at oh, yeah. least, especially especially when they brought Fassbender in. I think they softened the character a lot with backstory. Like, because they had, doesn't one of them even have like suddenly have a wife that died in a flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in. Uh that's in apocalypse apocalypse isn't it? that's
2: what i thought oh yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. Made, yeah i remember thinking, yeah. Well, he yeah, was that's married the case. what yeah. the
2: fuck well he found somehow found a way to like live this life in poland you know that's completely outside of of any any recognizable thing but he's like the the world's most hated villain yeah. it's not like yeah. he's just you know in the u.s he, or something like that he's
0: responsible for the jfk assassination <laughs>
2: It's like Wait. Lee Harvey Oswald coming over. <laughs> he's and He's working in the steel mill.
3: Well, yeah, he's he a... hanging out with steel workers. We're recording, by the way, listeners, the, the day that the sealed JFK files are supposed to be released. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And experts don't expect there to be anything in there, but there won't I be. think there's going to be Magneto shit in oh, there. Oh, that'd be so ah. awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's funny is it's probably been released while we're sitting here talking. And yeah. Watch what would be some bombshell. Like. Frogman actually hired
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> to the Oswald. which reminds me that netflix movie that's coming out with will
0: smith and everything oh i was seeing the trailer and i was like is this suicide squad 2
3: i mean it's called bright and it is david Ayer, so there there's a reason it looks like suicide squad. yeah and from what i understand i remember reading about it when it was greenlit by netflix and being excited because i like most of david Ayer's movies mm-hmm. and he has a really good cop like like Angle, he's really good with like LA cop stories, Mm -hmm. Um, and Will Smith and monsters. It's a world where monsters and. But seeing that trailer, I'm like, I don't think you should be playing it quite like this. No. Um, So now I'm kind of concerned. Yeah, what is? I don't even know what this is about. What is
2: it about? I just just saw the trailer last night. It's about
3: a future where humans and monsters coexist, and there's two buddy cops, Will Smith and some kind of. Croc monster. Oh, oh,
0: oh, yeah. okay. And it looks exactly like Suicide Squad. Like, Fantastic. Yeah, like uh, everything about it was like I was sitting there going, I was like, just my jaw dropped I was like, I didn't hear about the sequel coming out so soon. <laughs> yeah. Like I really thought that in my head. Um. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Well, we're <laughs> still
1: talking comics. Yeah, we are. We
0: are. Um. Uh. Who else would we like to consider here? Iron Man.
3: Mm. Um. Iron Man. Definitely. Now. I believe people would argue strongly for Captain America. Maybe one of you will. Mm. I think Captain America is a saltine cracker. Like I'm, he is the blandest motherfucker in any mm-hmm. superhero movie. Or and universe and
0: ever. he uses Peds.
3: Yes, he's totally <laughs> yeah, Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but at least he's you know honest about it. Right. Um, I just he he's got a little bit of a Superman problem in mm-hmm. that his he's too pure. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. again. People are gonna point me to shit like Civil War and show his lack of purity because he goes rogue or whatever. even oh, that whatever. is being based on purity. Yep. Yeah. Um but Iron Man, on the other hand, um boy, he's got a shot.
2: Okay, so Iron Man has Iron Man, obviously. He's got The Avengers and he's got Spider-Man Homecoming would be his three like best movies,
3: probably I right? agree.
2: Yeah, because then Iron Man two is not
0: very good right? and Iron Man Three is not very good. And I think I think everybody settled on Avengers: Age of Ultron not being very good. Okay, right? thank you. Yeah, that's good. I don't. I think I think that I was going through a, a mode of hysteria during that mo- when that movie came out, where people were like, "No, man, that's fucking good." Now I think people finally turned around and so- finally said, "This isn't very good." Right. Listen,
3: I these superhero fan bases are turning toxic. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see the guy a couple of days ago who published the first article with the runtime of Justice League, and it's only two hours? And he got death threats. Oh, Jesus Christ. He actually posted some of the messages he got. <laughs> like this is how the internet enables people to just be angry for no like it's yeah. his fault, a that the movie is only 2 hours long. Right. That it's a bad thing that the movie's only two hours. That long? it's a spoiler. I saw Simpser on <laughs> yeah. Twitter was like, if it's any longer than two hours, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, it's just it's it, and even on the Marvel side, we've seen some of that when we when we either sin these movies mm-hmm. early on. I think that's died down for the most part. Um, but Age of Ultron, you're right. There was this toxic blowback from initial criticism, but now I think it's settled there because I saw. Somebody on Twitter was like, give me your hot takes. And some, one of the first hot takes I saw was Age of Ultron is actually good. And so yeah. <laughs> I, I think it has it would now s- come, yeah, it would come back around.
1: Anyway. That's,
0: why, that's why you should never believe in the bullshit that you hear about a movie when it first comes out and everything. like right. maybe for Snowman. but like, uh, <laughs> Even the director's like, yeah. 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 It's
1: I was enough. just telling
2: Chris that because uh, that, we looked up Cool as Ice, the vanilla
1: ice oh, nice. movie. That's a it good has, has the same Rotten
2: time. Tomatoes rating as the snowman what is it eight. <laughs> eight. Eight.
0: eight percent and that eight percent is probably Armand white uh, <laughs> so yeah i mean iron man uh, i mean what, are, what what should we base this on best movies or like abilities and like excitability and stuff like that think- iron
3: man is definitely up there mm-hmm. I and mean, i also think we should consider we should consider all of it but i think we should consider like moments Right. Mm -hmm. Like he has good moments in Avengers. You know that we have a Hulk like he's got great. He's always been quippy. And of course, even Iron Man two and three have moments um, where he's charming. He's obviously built to play this character. Mm -hmm. They don't know what the fuck they're going to do whenever he's done because. You know, he is tony stark essentially and there's
0: very few people i don't think there's anybody that acts like robert downey jr no there's hardly anybody that you can think of that just could just go right into that and be him
3: yeah matthew yeah. modine maybe
0: yeah modine for sure <laughs> i don't know why i chose um, him Double M. What you call yeah, so you, you, just, just watch the movie Gross Anatomy and you'll know <laughs> that Matthew Modine is born to be Or Dark Knight Rises. Or Dark
3: Knight rises. <laughs> um like a rat in a cage.
0: So yeah, Iron Man definitely should should have consideration up there. So we got Iron Man Professor X. What about Incredible Hulk? I was gonna say that
2: too. Okay. Mm. So I think Jeremy, you like the Ang Lee Hulk.
3: Right. I like it more than most And I like it for trying to do something different visually. The way that the panels move um if
0: that movie wasn't dull as fuck <laughs> right no you're right <laughs> yes it would be like one of the better we look back on this i mean i know that's a huge <laughs> takeaway uh but but you're right the, the way ang lee like does this this is the first time i ever really saw comic book panels show up on a screen right. and you know he was doing all these little cool little things with the storytelling and everything yeah, it's so long and just
2: like, oh, it's so exhausting to watch
0: that it's movie. Really,
3: it's really the dullest, one of the dullest superhero movies I think I've ever seen. Am I alone for liking The Incredible Hulk? You're not alone. I think it's got its fans. Mm-hmm. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. Because, for a bunch of reasons, but it's mm-hmm. one of the first in instances of Marvel, this is actually the first MCU film technically, right. as I learned the hard way, um, but it it's one of the first instances of the hero going up against the exact evil version of him. Right. And they've done it constantly over and over and over and over and over. And they're going to do it again. What was the one? What's the one that's coming out? I guess not Infinity War. There's some other Marvel movie. Oh, it's uh, Black Panther where, you know, Michael B. Jordan's basically playing evil Black Panther. So wait a minute. Uh,
0: Incredible Hulk is considered the first one.
3: It is considered the first one in the MCU. Because
0: Iron Man came out before Incredible
3: Hulk. Oh, well then i'm i'm sorry then iron i man think
0: is, i could be wrong and and you can whatever I this no conversation i think you're right because
3: i think iron man came out in may and then at the end of incredible hulk
0: yeah incredible hulk came out Sam in jackson like june or july up. or whatever okay uh the end of iron man is is when samuel jackson comes in and says i want to talk to you about the avengers initiative in incredible hulk which they don't wait until the final credit is rolled before they do this it's like just a tack on scene Mm -hmm. it's robert downey talking to edward norton i think yeah okay uh it may not be edward Norton. it could be uh could be william hurt uh i can't remember who he's talking to but that's sort of the end scene in there i thought yeah and now if they're saying that that happened before iron man no
3: i think i just mixed it up oh okay Uh, because i made a joke in either one of our videos or my own channel videos about um them bringing back what's his name who plays well you just said his name and i can't William Hurt. William Hurt for Civil War mm-hmm. and i was like you can't cross timelines here because of course Ed Norton played Hulk and, and everybody came on Twitter and was like oh this is that's actually an MCU movie Incredible Hulk is mm-hmm. i'd have forgotten that <laughs> yeah oops yeah. i actually
2: i know, i i think yes it is it was marvelized even before they started marvelizing everything uh, the Incredible Hulk is um but I just, like, I love Norton in that role. I, I I love Ruffalo even more, but I loved Norton in that role. I liked Liv Tyler. The only thing that really kind of just stuck in me, I fucking love Tim Roth, but he went through this period with Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and this where he's just this seething like <laughs> over the fucking top villain yeah and it's just it, it's annoying like he has no other speed in those two movies in particular mm-hmm. than just walking around skulking and seething well, you know an and incredible hulk was another uh
0: famous example of edward norton taking over yeah. and like you know basically saying let's do
3: it the way i want to do it guys he may be my favorite actor that's probably an asshole yeah (laughs) yeah that's about right because i don't ever not enjoy him and i found
0: out about i found out recently that the reason why uh michael kenneth williams shows up for like that one shot in the movie is because edward norton was a big wire fan and he wanted to have him in there as a bigger role and then for whatever reason it just got cut down to that one thing or whatever um but uh but yeah um and then uh, you, you also have to include the avengers with hulk as well and that's where i believe he's really made his most impact as far as movies are concerned because mm-hmm. that's the parts you remember in avengers mostly is hulk being hulk mm-hmm. uh slamming loki around and all that is 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 the biggest crowd one of the biggest crowd pleasing moments i've ever seen i agree um and uh and it's uh you know it's it's what I think finally got Hulk more, more recognition than any of his individual movies have.
2: I would like to know the limitations and maybe this is out there and I should know this, but I would love to know the limitations of Hulk.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I
2: would too. What blows him up? What penetrates his skin? Like how powerful is he? Well, I guess that's,
3: We've had this conversation a million times, but that's the problem with these Marvel movies for me is that there's no differentiation in strength, mm-hmm. right? And it, especially when it devolves to punching. Uh, yeah. is I, who punches harder, Iron Man with an iron hand or Captain America? I don't fucking know. Yeah. We had a whole fight between Thor and Hulk in Avengers. I think it was Avengers where they're fighting in the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. military uh-huh. thing or whatever. You know, no discernible winner. Yeah, yeah. trap Hulk in some kind of. I guess that's his limit. Yeah, is that, that glass cage thing they trap him or in, or that uh, yeah, whatever that
0: so. uh, that uh, that really tough goo putty crap that they're putting around him now, or whatever. or
3: a lullaby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A <laughs> of the <palm>. That's his <laughs> biggest weakness. It's
0: really just hearing Scarlett Johansson's voice that cal- calms him down. Probably. <laughs>
2: um. Probably. Um. So who else do we want to talk about? If we're still in the the MCU. I Obviously, we haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, but I think out of all of these characters, Thor might be the most powerful, mm, right? Mm,
3: mm. I don't know. Um, he's going to lose his hammer in this movie. It's not all in his hammer, right? No, he's. but that's how he does the lightning travel and calling down lightning in battle and- He can call that fucking thing to him because it's part of him. Right. He'll probably get it back at some point. Yeah, I mean, but But he... But, I mean, you put him in a ring with Hulk, that kind of concerns me because I have a feeling you're going to show me them pretty equally matched in that battle that Mm -hmm. we've seen in the trailer, and I'm not buying that. Not I mean, unless that new sword he's got is just, just, some sort of thing. Yeah. just as powerful as Molyneur or whatever. I mean, they've made that a pretty big deal. Yeah, I guess so. Because they've had all those Avenger guys try and pick up the hammer, and they couldn't, and then Vision could. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, by the way? Um, <laughs> I don't think they knew. I think the hammer is a bigger deal. <laughs> well, but we, anyway.
0: we uh, Well, I wrote a thing in the uh, Avengers Age of Ultron thing. I I interpreted it to, because how Vision got uh, created was through Thor's lightning and was the the infinity stone the infinity stone so he had sort of been infused with thor's power when that happened that's what i thought happened now maybe there's some other you know comic book explanation for it or Hmm. you know some other thing they're thinking of down the road for him or whatever but uh that's what i thought it was when i remember watching when i first watched age of ultron i didn't know any i'm so confused about everything that was going on <laughs> yeah, yeah the, that whole scene the second time i watched it i was still confused but i was like well let's come up with some explanations <laughs> for this stuff then um but uh yeah that what is what is that about anyway because <laughs> because there seems to be rules about his hammer right so it shouldn't matter whether he got struck by lightning or not
3: yeah, uh, and apparently there's supposed to be rules about these Infinity Stones, mm-hmm. but I bet there won't be.
0: God, <laughs> man. You know what? I hope Infinity War puts an end to Infinity Stones. I'm so fucking tired of hearing about Infinity Stones. I don't Infinity
3: think it Stone. will. I think it's I think it's going to put an end to, I've already said this, Captain America, maybe one other hero. They'll escape barely with their lives, <laughs> and, this, and the, whatever that fourth movie is, is still going to have Thanos in it. I'm pretty sure. Ugh. The world will never be the same. And I don't understand. Let me, let me ask you this. I don't understand the difference between a god- like Thor from Asgard and a god from a cloud, like yeah, Thanos. Right. Yeah. Well, like, who's stronger? I guess he's he's got the gauntlet. He's going to have stones. Fine. But if they're both stripped naked, wouldn't they be equal? Well, and then I you guess. throw
0: in Kurt Russell and Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's we'll a kinda, fucking planet. Yeah, he's a whole planet <laughs> god thing. He, yeah, it's
3: not very well explained.
0: Yeah. All right. So who else do we want to throw out there? I got a question
3: before I throw out one. Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we – how – how hard are we going to limit ourselves on the definition of a superhero?
2: I mean, we've, we're running pretty fast and loose. If Because I want to throw is out Joker. I was thinking that a human being with a lot of wealth, like Batman or Iron Man, aren't technically superheroes.
3: No, I call them superheroes. I meant, can we talk villains? Okay. Not? And maybe villains is a whole other... I think Rushmore. villains is a completely different thing. Okay. I think
0: superhero should be a
3: okay. primary protagonist of any- Then definitely not Joker. Yeah. <laughs> um, Although we probably, if we wanted to, we could talk Catwoman. We don't, but she, yeah. she skirts <laughs> the line just enough.
0: But, sh- but you know what? Lots of great movies with Catwoman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i like how
0: all three of us just went wait, that's not great like that's wait a minute great. wait that's a great. minute what what is chris saying <laughs>
3: like we remember michelle pfeiffer being great as catwoman but that movie's not good. movie's not
2: good at all no um a a one shot about to be a two shot but the one shot was a grand slam mr. mr incredible oh
3: oh now shit it piqued my interest mr incredible i don't huh? think mm-hmm. one movie is enough
0: yeah, I don't think so either, yeah. and plus, Mr. Incredible, you could also say Mr. Incredible's kind of an amalgamation of, like, Superman, and yeah, uh, he's not really, I don't think he's his own thing, really. Yeah, I mean,
2: but isn't everything kind of like a playoff of, of yeah, Superman? I mean, there's
0: a lot of those Superman-type characters, I mean, Kurt Russell plays like a Superman in Sky High.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah Captain hancock is essentially yeah hancock is superman um but yeah you're right i mean there's a lot that they try to basically say this guy can fly he's got all the strength in the world
3: Mm -hmm. shazam
0: yeah shazam
3: (laughs) yeah hey they're making shazam dude don't laugh it's got the rock in it as the villain whose name is black adam i suppose it's probably because he wears black but it feels different in the in the era of black panther who's playing shazam i don't know i don't think it's known yet oh jesus
0: So there's a Shazam, and there's a Kazam, and there's... I
3: am, I am, Kazam! Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Somebody else. Um, You mentioned uh, Deadpool. 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 But
3: again, I don't think one movie's enough. He's been in two, technically. Yeah. Yeah. sigh uh and he's gonna be in a sequel it'll probably be good he's gonna i think they're gonna make an x-force movie if we were having this conversation in five years i th- i think there's a very good chance we could put deadpool in there who's in the x-force i don't know it's like the twisted deadpool version of the x-men I think there's four or five people it's probably changed over the years yeah, okay but i think it's i think cable who's the uh-huh. villain in two is part of the x-force i think i think yeah yeah i think, I think he's also time traveling something oh but Deadpool is so great, though. Yeah, Deadpool is great. It's just that I don't think that I would probably vote Mr. Incredible before Deadpool. Yeah, are uh, both Transformers. When you ri-
0: initially said, uh, "Do we want to keep this to?" I don't remember what your parameters were, but I thought you were going to bring up Unbreakable.
3: Oh, well, see, yeah. I think we could make that dis- that argument. No, there's
0: another Superman, essentially, sure. although he does have a his weakness is water. Which mm-hmm. is, of course, M Night Shyamalan's like favorite thing to go to, <laughs> um, but uh, but that's another one that I'd like to consider. I mean, he's only had one and a half movies, one and one sixty fourth movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's another that's another one I'd like to consider just because that's such a unique story and everything. But that's more, I guess, a movie discussion than it is his abilities
2: because he's just strong is he i was wondering about that because he's impervious to to crashes obviously and like things being thrown (laughs) on him and bullets we assume (laughs) yeah um but and he's super strong are those like his as we know of right now of course in with glass i'm sure it'll be expanded but that's what we know about him right now right he's he's unbreakable and that he's super strong right
3: unless there's water unless there's water even if it's a above ground four and a half foot pool that motherfucker's gonna <laughs> drown i'm just yeah. throwing the tarp to make it seem more believable but that scene always bothered me i'm like dude just stand up yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Fucking t- i saw this gif of a dog the other day where he was like dog paddling and he got to the part where it was shallow enough his feet touched the bottom and he just kind of stopped and got this great look on his face like i can walk on the bottom <laughs> of the pool <laughs> anyway, just stand up david uh who else
0: now we we sort of mentioned captain america but we haven't really discussed him in full no
3: i agree he be- needs to be part of the discussion um, i just personally don't like him uh
0: yeah well as far as movies are concerned i did not like the first one that he was in
3: yeah it was kind of okay for him
0: uh winter soldier is not a movie that anybody has come around on they people still consider that classic territory yep. like it's godfather or something like that and fine okay that's that's his one good movie civil war I don't know if you can really call that good.
3: It's got its moments. Yep. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the story serves the big fight at the airport. Like, everything mm-hmm. has to, by by nature of the movie itself and the title, mm-hmm. Civil War, Yeah. everything has to lead to, you know, 12 of them on some playing surface fighting each other. And I feel like the whole rest of the movie leading up to that really suffers. We get... Again, with Bucky fucking Barnes. Yeah. Yep. Like, I am so goddamn over Bucky. I'm sorry, Sebastian Stan. You seem like an awesome guy. You were great in The Martian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like this character anymore, and it's been overblown, much like Hawkeye, much mm-hmm. like Black Widow. Like, we're not going to talk about Haw- Hawkeye here, right? <laughs> no. No. I think you could actually argue for Quicksilver. Yeah. If you wanted to, because he's in three movies played by a different character or mm. actor in two of them. And that first Quicksilver scene in um, Days of Future Past Past Mm -hmm. is so good. Yes, it is. It's so good that even the shitty one in the next movie can't damage the first one. (laughs)
0: Man, that one in Apocalypse (laughs) pisses me off. It's so bad. I hate it. (laughs) Like I'm sitting there going, this is all happening in the matter of time that an explosion happens? Yeah yeah fuck you
2: yeah fuck you <laughs> and he somehow misses like his primary target yeah the one that's right next right. to right um but
0: but anyway. he's great evan peters is great yeah, and is. and you know and again aaron taylor johnson does a, a serviceable job when he plays him but you know we all look at the evan peters one i yeah. think as far well, as well and i
3: didn't mean to get us completely off cap either we should probably keep talking we should talk a little more cap
2: well with cap it's
3: another problem that i have with this what are the limitations
2: of his powers if he gets shot, which he does at the end of Age of Ultron or no, it's it's Winter Soldier. Yeah. That he yeah, gets Winter shot Soldier. by by Bucky and then, you know, they go through their whole wrestling match and punching and punching and mm-hmm. punching. Like where does he die? Because yes, he's strong, he can he can jump really far, he's got the the shield and everything.
1: Well, what kills
3: him though? And that's the other th- the, the other thing with him is that he should be mortal, right? Yeah. He's not immortal. Right. He just got a strength serum and then was like mummified in the ice for 50 years and then thawed out Mm -hmm. but he's not gonna live forever right like like theoretically thor should or something i don't know his dad looks old i guess the age i don't fucking know the problem that's the problem with all these movies they don't explain shit yeah they don't explain shit they They just just say
0: here's the hero Uh, everybody who's read comic books knows what what this guy's about
3: roll with it well yeah yeah, and then you put them all out on that field and there's no differential in civil war as to who's the strongest i mean we got fucking black widow out there of all people she should be hiding in a bunker yes like that battle should definitely kill her and hawkeye but everybody else they're basically equal yeah which is crazy because they've got these
2: world eaters basically with vision and scarlet witch yeah like these are these are people that can can destroy like a universe yeah. or something like that, right? Yeah, you One's think. got an extended uh, uh, an infinity stone and somehow Scarlet Witch can can incapacitate him. That's
0: what movies do all the time, especially in battles like that. While you're sitting there uh you know, probably entertained by the spectacle of it all, it loses characters left and right mm-hmm. and you're like couldn't this one character just go ahead and just like end it right now yeah. if they wanted to i mean that seems like within their power right yeah and then you know and then when they finally go show those characters they've been like hiding behind a barrel or something mm-hmm. like that and you're like yeah. what have they been doing this whole time <laughs> you know the barrel yeah <laughs> um i don't
3: think i mean cap might end up there just by process of elimination by mm. default because he's been in Enough movies, and he's basically harmless. Um, you know, so he might he might get it because we're leaning towards not going with one movie people like David Dunn or Mister Incredible or what have you. I just, I just he's just really bland soup. I really don't like that character. <laughs> yeah. It's not Chris Evans' fault. I've seen him be plenty great in plenty of roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's much more alive in those terrible Fantastic Four movies playing Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's probably the direction he's getting. Um, And, of course, Cap as a character doesn't have any edge to him like Johnny Storm does. Anyway, fuck Cap is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking
2: of which, why can't you make, or why can't they make, a good Fantastic Four movie? Because... Why is it
3: that difficult? Well, it's extra frustrating now that Fox has continued to make pretty decent X-Men movies for a long time, and then they just made Deadpool and Logan, and those movies are great. Yep. So they're capable of making great movies with their superhero properties just not this one yeah and i i think part of the problem is well what is the problem
2: i don't know i mean you got compelling characters you got johnny well, storm you got sue storm you got mr w- Rubberman or whatever and you got the the fucking thing they like, were there.
0: going the right direction though that th- think for a minute before this last piece of shit fantastic four came out mm-hmm you had Josh Trank, who had just in chron- done Chronicle, which was a serviceable, very good movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so they got somebody they thought could handle this with care and everything. And I th- don't think they realized what they were getting into. I don't think anybody did with that whole thing. No. Nope. And then, oh, it turns out that, you know. Josh Trank might be kind of a dickhead. (laughs) Well, (laughs) there was
3: some friction there. And I think the studio kind of forced him to go in a different direction. Apparently, there was this huge action set piece that we didn't get to see um, that they even filmed some of. um, But I guess it was deemed too expensive or something. I don't know. And again, you know, you you just look at The Incredibles. And as long as you don't rip it off entirely, it's kind of ripping you off a little bit Uh as a property that's how you do that movie it, you're right that the ones with Chris Evans had the right tone mm-hmm. and the, the most recent one is is almost like a Zack Snyder film in, in the palette <laughs> well, and, it, and the tone it's
0: it's like a whole it's like an hour and something build up to just the final scene it's yeah. such a short movie. <laughs> um it's it's you know they they build the the you know the machine that takes them to the other world and then they go to that world stupidly immediately
3: touch green goo immediately go
0: (laughs) well i don't know what it is let's touch it you know you know they went to the prometheus school of touching things (laughs) and um and uh so like then they come back and of course that's where they you know they bring in uh the you know they bring in bad guy and Mm -hmm. uh that's the end that's the end of the movie he (laughs) comes out and he starts uh, shooting his electricity and it's uh (laughs) he's gotta beat that guy um but uh the only thing the thing i hate about the fantastic four movies and i don't know if this is how the comic books are i can understand you being a normal ass human being and then all of a sudden you're you've got these abilities that make you look like a freak and you're an outcast from society and all that i'm sure that happened in the comic books too but i hate it
1: no. I hate
0: the fact that they're the most of these movies are trying to figure out how they can not have these powers. Yep. And instead of just embracing them and saying, "Well, looks like they're going to we're, you know, it looks like I'm a big stone man. Let's just go ahead and fight crime." You
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: even know what oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
1: shit. know what i mean yeah yeah no, <laughs> <I know laughs> what <you> mean. definitely
0: <laughs> um because that's the way i would be i'd be like oh shit man like everything about my body is fucking stone yeah <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'm just <laughs> going to have to beat some ass. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's and uh, it looks like he gets to, in the uh, the uh, other ones with the Michael Chiklis and everything, he gets to marry Carrie Washington. Yeah. And I'm down with that.
1: <laughs> Didn't she blind? make her
3: blind? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a little fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the hideous-looking monster guy finds love, but it's with a chick who can't even see it anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That feels a little <laughs> off.
0: Yeah. Well, and then there was the very important question that is posed, and they don't have an answer for it because chris evans is like so how do you guys uh yep yep. and he's like what are you talking about blah 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 and he gets in a big fight
3: it's like that's a good question yeah that's a damn good question stone does he even have yeah stuff maybe maybe maybe
2: like molded over
3: (laughs) to see like i mean (laughs) if his dick is stone and his balls are stone isn't what's inside them stone Mm mm-hmm does he yeah. even have a central nervous system? Does he have capillaries? That's a
0: good question. But he could—he apparently has enough uh, of like vocal cords to say something. So
3: some of his innards are so still there. So there's got to be
0: still some innards. Does he eat? Have we seen him eat? He
3: eats. I Does think. He? I, I
2: think there's a scene
0: where. Oh, he. he eats, I think right? he is. Does well, then he? maybe
3: we have to assume it's only the skin that has turned to stone. Maybe it's just the skin, and he still has like he's know, got he's got the the working giblets. Sw- swimmers up. Working giblets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay,
0: uh, <laughs> is there are there any other heroes that we haven't brought up? Okay, I mean, there are a that million. Was, that but... was a
2: joke. Oh, okay, I said Robin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> growing up, and I'm not mm-hmm. making a case for this, mm-hmm. but but growing up, my favorite superhero was Green Lantern. You are so making a case for this.
3: No, I'm just kidding.
2: I, it's the, my same question about uh, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Why can't you make a
3: good Green Lantern Because movie? that ring is fucking all-powerful. Yeah. I read Green Lantern for four years, so please don't come in the comments and bitch at me. I love Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like the joke we made in the Flashpoint Paradox mm-hmm. thing, where I think the joke was that ring has never looked less powerful than when he teams up with other superheroes, <laughs> Yeah. because- he should literally be able to think and will shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we see him make a car in the Ryan Reynolds movie. Or maybe I think there's a giant hammer at some point. But, I mean, use a little creativity. You're goddamn unstoppable. Yeah. And no, I, there's a yeah. whole core of them out there in space. Yeah. They're right. probably going to show up in Justice League. And then the DCEU will. The DCU, What is it? The DC expanded. Yeah, Europe. it's DCEU. The DCEU will ruin him. Do we know who's playing
2: uh Green Lantern and it's Justice not confirmed
3: League? that he's in it. It's just a rumor, it but it, I know a- it's not Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not, not for lack of trying on his part. <laughs> it's definitely not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. No. I
0: like it. I like how DC's like we're not going to be dcu because that's just too close to mcu so we're going to be the expanded
2: universe (laughs) yeah throwing another vowel
0: yeah it's almost like adding a a, adding a number to infinity or something (laughs) like an extended universe okay i mean i thought the universe the reason why the uni is in there is that it's one fucking thing but uh (laughs) are there any
3: other x-men we need to consider
0: I mean, it would, it would, you'd have to be like, I guess, Cyclops and Phoenix and all them, but none of them have ever had movies before. I mean, like by themselves.
2: No, no, for sure. Um, I mean, well, Magneto. Magneto's a a villain. villain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Although, is he? Yeah. Yeah. I guess he is.
2: Yeah. I feel
0: like he plays on both sides in these movies a lot. Like, you know, obviously in first class, he's still good and he hasn't turned yet and and uh, and even was it in the, it's an apocalypse where he's sort of good yep. and then he's made to be bad and then he's back to good again like he's never never seems
2: to be on that one side
0: all the time
2: no and and i think that's why he's a compelling character Mm -hmm. back with the ian mckellen uh thing and actually ian mckellen plays him much more as a villain yeah yeah. uh, because they're further along in the timeline i guess but fassbender definitely plays him nuanced Mm -hmm. and when he does make an evil decision evil (laughs) it's for a reason like when he kills all those people out in poland it's because they fucking shot his wife and his daughter in one shot yeah fucking arrow i know uh but like and and then when he goes off on uh the Kevin Bacon thing in in uh, First Class like he's got a reason for it mm-hmm. you know uh even in Apocalypse like he's uh, Apocalypse is tapping into like his anger of humanity and everything he's a tool but but like he's he's trying to do the right thing it just always circumstances kind of gets him to, to do the wrong one you mm-hmm. know I mean and I said
0: Phoenix I guess Jean Grey is really like the main character that we see for the most part and then she turns into Phoenix. yeah we're
3: gonna get to do all that all over again too <laughs> yeah that's um, our new plan Astrid. i like sophie turner she's a hot popular actress i get mm-hmm. it but why why do we need this story again <laughs> it's almost like like the mcu turning around in 10 years and watch they'll do this do and remaking civil war yeah 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 with new new actors exactly i just don't get it well what's what's crazy about that is because yes
2: gene gray is apparently more even Jean gray before she's Dark Phoenix, is technically more powerful than Charles Xavier. Right? Yeah, she just
3: doesn't know how to use it, right? Yeah, and I, I
2: really thought that that shot at the end of X Two was so cool because I had no knowledge about the the Dark Phoenix and and how that timeline went. Like when you see that just kind of m- water become murky, mm-hmm. like you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I love that movie so much. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, but like that, her arc in that. Is really like one of the most compelling parts of that that whole movie. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I mean you could make a, a, a case for her. and I I love F- uh, Fomka Jansen. Famka Jansen. Famka yeah. Jansen. I love her shit, man. Mm, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. She was great in this. She's great in a round mm-hmm. limited rolling round. Yeah. Uh but I, I, she was great in golden
0: <laughs> Yeah. No, she is. Yeah, man. I think I think look look. When Zina you know on a top, <laughs> that's the that's the problem. That's the problem. I think we have a lot of times uh, is that Fumka Jansen is so gorgeous. A lot of times it's like we don't we're not really paying attention to like acting and stuff a lot of times, But she is fantastic in GoldenEye. Yeah. She's one of the best parts of GoldenEye. Definitely. And she's great in these X-Men movies. But we just kind of like, oh, well, it's superhero movies. We're not really looking at people's acting. She's great in those. Yeah. So um, I, know what you're sa- I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying you yeah. know she she's i mean she may be better than we give her credit for and everything even in the little uh like token taken roles that she's in
2: <laughs> she's good token, token taken, taken.
0: token <laughs> taken and she
3: drinks wine at like 2 30 in the afternoon indeed indeed. <laughs> um, a woman after jeremy's what own was heart.
0: That, what was that movie that she was in it was uh like uh underwater and shit what was that fucking movie
3: called it's uh, definitely not made but she's in that okay. sphere too it's huh? cruise control it was
1: it, oh, was, it was one was, of those uh, like deep
3: blue sea type oh movies. it was, uh, yeah yeah um deep rising deep yeah. rising yeah deep rising yeah, is deep right rising. that's right yeah um the guy who never remembers anything <laughs> just remembered the name of that movie indeed nice. um
0: Hey, it feels like we're we might be missing somebody, but the thing is, is that anybody we come up with now doesn't have their own movie franchise. They're not like marketable to the point that we put them on a Rushmore. <sighs> Again,
1: should...
3: if we were doing superhero all of media Rushmore, mm-hmm. including comics, television shows, and movies, I think Wonder Woman would be up there. Yeah, uh, that television show was iconic yeah well, she's been around almost as long as any other superhero in the comics. So
0: and Hulk has that same kind of deal. yeah. I mean, forget the two movies. He the a long-running TV series. Yes. Uh, one that i used to watch all the time exclusively to see him turn into the hall oh, because man. i was a kid it was the best it was the best man what i was like i was like oh yeah man bill basically just got thrown into a bunch of boxes here it comes here it comes you and, knew
3: there was always going to be one or two moments each episode right? exactly
0: because he was going to get thrown into something where nobody could see him all the time <laughs> yeah like every time he was thrown into like a bunch of boxes or like you know like thrown behind something or whatever it was like i was into like the like here it comes show the close-up show the close-up and there's like the music would come in his eyes were green i was like yes this is what i watched the whole episode for
3: because the rest of the show is pretty boring yeah exactly
0: because i i tried to watch one recently Uh and i was like whoa this was just bad. i was really amped
2: up when i was a kid
0: man to really like
2: sit through 30 to 40 minutes of this to
0: get to that
1: part
2: i did the same man i loved the wonder woman tv show yeah and it wasn't just – it was before puberty, basically, so it wasn't just because of Linda Carter. But, like, every – she had an answer for everything. Like, the bullets would go off of the bracelets, and she had the lasso of truth, and she had, you know,
3: all this stuff. Isn't that, the lasso of truth one of the stupidest named superhero access, accessories ever?
2: Well, it's interesting because I, I was going to bring up – there's a, a new movie about the creator of Wonder Woman, the Professor Marston and The Wonder Women. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I heard about that. So he's a Harvard psychologist uh, that uh, that gets into – this polyamorous uh relationship where he he basically is married and has their they both have a side piece that they share Mm -hmm. side piece it's a woman that they sleep with (laughs) uh and they have all these like wonderful threesomes and stuff like that and he gets into bondage Mm -hmm. and he gets in and he starts creating this this comic book about how powerful women can be and part of that bondage experience from what i understand works its way into the lasso of truth
3: but it's got a dumb name <laughs> yes it does Why yeah. can't it just be like at least thor's hammer has a name like you know sometimes people name their car or yeah. like, name your lasso and if you're gonna don't call it lasso of truth i think it has a
2: different name it has like it has like a, an official name does right? it i don't yeah. know well,
0: I've always heard then it then Lasso of Truth.
3: They call it Lasso of Truth. <laughs> if, it has an ac- if it's like Lydia or whatever, <laughs> you call it fucking Lydia.
0: <laughs> Let
3: me get Lydia out for you.
2: <laughs>
1: Ass kicker. I don't care. Anything but it's, Lasso it's Truth. It's funny. You,
0: you brought up the, was it uh, Dr. Madsen? Professor Marsden. Professor Marsden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we mentioned this movie in our fall preview, but it oh, was yeah, just yeah. sort of as a, as a, we didn't know what it was about. And I was like, eh, it's weird. Wonder Woman, something with Wonder Woman coming out with Wonder Woman coming out a few months before or whatever and it turns out that that's it's about the guy yeah, who yeah. created wonder woman
2: <laughs> yeah it's crazy i heard a, an interview on npr about the uh the filmmaker and they have these like really intimate sex scenes in this apparently because he, that's kind of the basis of of how these these thoughts and, and ideas came to them and to get them like you know relaxed and in the mood and that kind of thing they played the white stripes ball and biscuit yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> which i think would is if, a good you got, sex uh, song. if all you married people out there don't don't do that you're not having a good marriage <laughs> so this is not a documentary uh i mean it's a biopic
2: i think okay all right
0: yeah. by yeah. the way uh the official name of the the thing is lasso of truth and the aliases of it are the perfect golden perfect and lasso of hestia those so, are all terrible. So lasso of truth is what
3: <laughs> what you're gonna yeah, call it. I guess that's I still be think it. lydia is better. <laughs> I mean, like picking like those Game of Thrones swords have awesome names. Yeah, like Death Killer, mm-hmm. Widow's Whale, <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get
2: my motherfucker. Out. <laughs> 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 so we uh, so are we disqualifying Wonder Woman? No, no, nobody's not disqualifying. Nobody's
0: disqualifying. I'm straight straight up,
3: DQ'd. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, in
0: fact, considering who we've talked about, I don't know. I mean,
3: she might end up up there. Might
0: end up up there because, yeah, because I don't think we're huge Captain America fans mm-hmm. for all the reasons that we've just discussed. Um the only thing against Wonder Woman is just the fact there's not a, lo- a big movie right. library. But she does have a big TV show that, you know, I Which mean. Which is so
2: crazy that it took him this long and this many superhero movies to actually come out with it. I'm well, glad that they
3: did they because they got it right. They started so many times. Yeah. yeah. Like J- Joss Whedon was attached. Sarah Michelle Gellar
0: was going to be super.
3: Yeah. And I mean, well, I think he would have done was a it, good job with it.
0: Was it was it Sarah Michelle Gellar was going to be Wonder Woman or Superwoman, Supergirl? mm it was one of the. It was one mm-hmm. of the. I can't remember which one she was supposed to be, because uh, yeah, Joss Whedon did do. I think he did have
3: one set up. Well, uh, he's gonna do Batgirl now. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be good. I hope as long yeah. as DC doesn't fuck with him like the MCU did and force him to do shit he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And as long as he doesn't make Batgirl go to some cave of wonders and have a hallucination like Thor did. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Batgirl, Ragnarok. All the right. Cave so. Of
3: probably Iron Man's gonna get, get up there yep probably well, professor x professor x yep. and then i think it's kind of wide open after that right there was uh what was the other one so that you have
0: you either hulk captain america or wonder woman
2: man all right so hulk has avengers he's arguably the best part of uh age of ultron or mm-hmm. one of the best parts um good stuff in the ang lee version i think good stuff also in the, has Incredible a hit hulk. tv show yeah um
0: you know yeah but we haven't seen that one movie with him yet that's
3: that's that's great i think there's yeah. a reason that they have yet to make a solo hulk movie in this you know current and obviously the incredible hulk technically counts as part of the mc but they've been fans have been begging for a solo hulk movie almost ever since well ever since they started rolling out iron man thor and captain mm-hmm. america um, but i i think it's probably a tough character to do much with yeah, I mean,
2: you're going to be recycling the the whole thing if you don't go through an origin story. All you're doing is like your episode, waiting for him to Hulk exactly. out. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't know. That's why that that line in Avengers always bothered me. The Ruffalo is like, I'm always angry. that's my thing. I'm always angry. Yeah. Well, then why can't you control? Yeah. This? Why can't you turn it off and on? He, he can't turn it off. Yeah. Is the is the issue? He's got to work himself into this thing, and he can do it. It's a great moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. But that always bothered me because. Yeah, I mean that limits your function because if he's just going to be this wild fucking green thing running around, where do, where do you put the off well, Unless it, he carries
3: Scarlett it flies Johansson. Lies in the face of all Hulk lore, right? right? You won't. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry is like one of his phrases. Yeah. But you're always angry. Yeah. Well, why are you Hulk now? Why are you Hulk five minutes from now? Just, uh, did the anger level go from ten to eleven? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, yeah. don't, I don't It's again, it's a cool line, cool moment in the movie, but I don't like it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um. And so I, I think it it may come down these last two spots between Hulk, Captain America, and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I can't think of any. Who else did we have? Anybody else that could have possibly gotten in on this? Um.
3: Uh, well, we were talking about Deadpool and uh, Mister Incredible. You know, like almost are,
0: everybody else has the one movie problem, or right.
3: just a part of a big ensemble, right? I, I mean, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix, or Jean Grey. Um, yeah. When you guys talked about her, it sounded like she might have a shot. Yeah, I mean,
0: of all the other characters in the X Men world that you could make a m- solo movie out of, but they haven't, would be Jean Grey.
3: Well, I and mean, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't give it to Cyclops or mm-hmm. or Storm. Yeah, <laughs> or, <laughs> no, <laughs> Colossus, <laughs> right? Or any of the other people in these X Men movies—they're just two t- small bit players. I would vote for Wonder Woman over Captain America, personally. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Wow. What about Spawn? (laughs) (laughs) They're going to do a new version of Spawn, by the way. Really? Tom uh, Tom McFarlane's directing it. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a, you know, just as an aside for Spawn, like, uh, that's one that obviously had a bad movie the hbo series was dark as fuck man yeah. it was fun i mean it was good to watch not fun to watch but it was uh it only had like six episodes i think something I like that saw it. oh it's actually really good i'd re- recommend it of course now if i watch it i'll be like wow what a piece of shit no wonder that was only six episodes <laughs> um but i just remember it being real dark and just like yeah man if we're gonna go down into hell man i don't want to have this fucking like you know bullshit color scheme you had in the movie and everything it's <laughs> like this just nonsense i mean it's just nonsense and from the moment this is a dark fucking character yes don't give me this like you know candy colored bullshit that they have in the movie
2: <laughs> um, well speaking of cloaks the one that we didn't uh, mention was dr strange but that's another one-off yeah thing.
0: yeah uh, and we'll
2: see more of them in infinity war we'll see yep. everybody in infinity war yeah
3: um, we get, I guess you know Marvel fans are gonna wish probably we talked about shit like Star Lord even though he's not a superhero he's just a human in space yeah, yeah
2: all those guys have such limitations except for that Groot. if they don't
3: work to, work together yeah Groot, I love yeah. how the entirety of Guardians two happens before Groot does anything but when he does do something he's just an untouchable badass yeah. I'm like what mm-hmm. the fuck were you doing in that opening scene when you were dancing to the music while everybody else was you could have ended that <laughs> shit right away yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah so all right so we've got sort of re- reminding again so captain america hulk or wonder woman has to mm-hmm. get in these last two spots
3: mm-hmm. <sighs> i would go cap and wonder woman and i i hate cap but i just don't think hulk
0: i think that's right
3: i think that's thing. right
0: yeah i think i mean hulk needs to have one standalone movie that's good yeah that's a good point point. and he doesn't he's so far it's been he's great in the team but he's not been he's not been great on his own in movies right so and, yeah i think so you're so, gonna have
2: cap and iron man on the same mount rushmore let's hope they don't start punching that's right let's put the, hope put what, them right next to each other so they can head buddy well other. yeah well let's
0: hope that <laughs> iron man doesn't find out that one of his best friends was responsible for killing iron man's mom and dad yeah. and that he had no control over it and that they you know that's why they start punching oh my each
3: other. god well that's also three marvel and one dc so i guess we'll get some hate mail well, well, Professor he, X
2: though is not all the way
3: Marvel. I who? guess Professor X. He's definitely He's not all the MCU. Way Marvel. I guess no, not MCU. But, definitely but we Marvel. have
0: we have two DC um, on the main Rushmore. Yep
3: yeah we actually split them down the middle
0: yeah that. so i mean yeah you i mean you're gonna argue fucking aquaman or something <laughs> you're gonna argue apache chief i
3: mean come on are, someone is gonna argue aquaman
0: fuck me i'm telling cyborg. you that's, that's what's going aquaman on Aquaman who
3: has no movies no, i'm telling the, you the
0: only the only thing he has is fucking Vinny chase in in, 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 in entourage <laughs> do we beat spidey we beat spidey he's <laughs> like he's like the uh the, what was it the blackouts only affected the the numbers coming in <laughs> like okay sure yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: exactly sure thing they still showed movies during the blackout
2: do mm-hmm. you guys know how lucky you are <laughs> all
3: right so did we do it all right so
2: our mount rushmore a is batman superman spidey spider-man and wolverine wolverine and the shoulder rubbers are which is gonna be awkward for professor x they're rubbing one out he's (laughs) got he's gonna reach over (laughs) and rub one out while he's (laughs) all in the wheelchair so you got professor x we got iron man we got captain america and we got wonder woman that's a hell of a lineup right there
0: and i feel i think there's still an argument to be made i mean there's going to be people who
2: come up and say hulk or
0: Mm -hmm. who knows somebody from fantastic four even though there's not
2: been one good movie from that i like your rationale for for that because our rationale for that because why isn't there like a standalone new hulk movie with this amazing actor with mark ruffalo his amazing portrayal of it Mm -hmm. and a really compelling character i'm sure they will later on but why
0: it's been been a long
2: time yeah i mean they could
0: really delve into that anger management type of thing not to be i mean because that was uh, the big funny thing in 2003 because it was a movie anger management (laughs) and hulk came out
3: i was gonna say you have jack nicholson comes right right sleep in his bed
0: but you have this you know i mean they tried to explore this in the tv series and it was god it was so exhausting how many times an episode would start off with you know with banner going i'm really able to control this now or whatever <laughs> and like fuck you get thrown into something or, you're not you're never he's always he's always getting caught up in shenanigans man <laughs> well and it's
3: that's the cycle he's close to getting the serum he gets caught up in shenanigans yeah he's close to getting the serum he gets caught up what are you going to tell me in a new hulk movie even with mark ruffalo that i have not already seen it's gonna bore me to tears right what are you gonna do so now, it's he, it's again it's
0: kind of like what we were talking i like to talk about when Han- with hancock that's a guy you never want to get well right yeah. you want him to always be hulk and and you know or at least find reasons to hulk out yeah. yeah and everything you don't want him to get well so the whole like seeking out to get well is the boring part yeah. same thing with fantastic four yeah same thing with that yeah so bore me with a spoon we're here to talk about hello fresh today yeah hello fresh hello Fresh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are like me, but uh, you don't know what to put in a like dish and like you know actually have something good come out of it yeah. by yeah. the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, and that's what's good about a service like HelloFresh is like, hey, you select from like all these different little recipes, and they send you all the ingredients, and then they tell you how to cook it,
3: and basically in most cases the exact portion you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's been eye opening for my wife and I. Uh, just from a flavor standpoint Mm -hmm. because you know my wife and I we try to eat healthy but we like things to taste good but our our most regular meal is we throw a couple chicken breasts in the oven and we make some rice or a vegetable and it's bland as hell Mm -hmm. I salt the shit out of it and it's probably not any better for me (laughs) with Mm HelloFresh what you get is flavors and combinations that you know the average person even who cooks at home probably wouldn't think of um and and we really liked, for instance, before HelloFresh, hoisin sauce completely mm-hmm. off my radar. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a jar of it. Completely off my radar, <laughs> and now we add it to meals even when we're not making a HelloFresh recipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, it's been Good pretty eye opening.
2: Yeah. yeah, you're right because they give you the exact right portions and easy to follow instructions and stuff like that. But it'll be magical because I cook a lot. Like I cook, you know, off recipe, just mm-hmm. throw throw stuff in there. But then like when Chris and I were making one of these recipes, it was the uh, speedy chili shrimp stir fry. That yes, that was so good. And it was weird because like there was a lot of dry ingredients going in there and usually I add liquid and blah, blah, blah and reducing all that stuff. But it was a whole different way to do this. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I've screwed something up, but uh, it came out freaking delicious oh my god i I was like i was wishing we had more
1: by the time it was over (laughs) uh, we ate a bunch too
0: um so uh yeah i mean that's the that's the big thing for me is just the convenience of it it just comes to your door you know there was like um he worried a little bit like, oh, this is being shipped through the mail and everything. <laughs> and how's this going to be fresh and everything? Well, I got this like big ice block that that's comes right. along with it. You know, it's still cold and everything. You just put it in the fridge and you're, you know, or the freezer and then you're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Most
3: of them take just about 30 minutes um, in my experience. And I think that's part of how they build the recipes anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a great variety in different kinds of proteins, flavor profiles, region regional flavor profiles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's very convenient, it's very fresh, and it, it's kind of opened our eyes in terms of food and cooking and what we can do at home.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you go to the special link that we have set up, the Hello, HelloFresh.com, and put uh, the code SYNCAST30 mm-hmm. and get $30 off your first week of delivery. 30 bucks.
2: 30 bucks. Yeah, it's not super expensive. I think it a- averages out to like $10 a meal or something mm-hmm. like that. So uh, it's, it's worth it. Definitely sign up. Use our promo code. Um, they'll know that we sent you, and it's really, really good. Yeah, check it out. You want to do some questions? Let's, Let's do, do some, some questions.
0: Question. Question. I got something to say.
1: I want the truth. I am listening.
2: Oh, man. We got some really good ones. Okay, so we're pulling questions from our subreddit page, mm-hmm. uh, which is always a great source. We're pulling questions from email. Those are always nice. Mm-hmm. We're pulling questions from Facebook, yep. uh, our syncast presented by CinemaSense Facebook page. Um, Twitter, all kinds of stuff, so keep it up. It's really, really fun stuff. Uh, first question is, if you could change the setting, but not the story of any film, what film would you choose, and where would you relocate? Now, I'll go first, because mine's lame. Um, I'm partial, because I live there, but why did they move The Dark Knight out of Chicago for The Dark Knight Rises?
0: Yeah. Money! always bothered me, too, um, because the, the 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 Dark Knight has a real sense of setting and place. Absolutely. Like, it's just yeah that's chicago but we can b- believably say that's gotham mm-hmm. whereas dark knight rises takes place in like new york city and pittsburgh yep. and uh like a whole like London it doesn't, doesn't make any yeah, fucking yeah. sense because uh, so so you start you know there's something that something about you know your brain goes through when you see something like that where you're like where the fuck is this right that's sort of like I mean, it's just that's what hurts that movie it hurts that movie a little bit it's not like the the
2: biggest thing about dark
0: Knight rises but no it's not it's, but, but have have a sense of place in this yeah. whole thing
2: you know there's nothing that would indicate from dark Knight that you could you know uh isolate this island by blowing up those three bridges right because you know it's on a waterfront and everything you've got the wonderful like l In the loop downtown and all that stuff. You've got Lower Wacker where they have that wonderful car chase. It's like, yeah, it wouldn't solve all the problems in that movie, but it would probably make it maybe you know seven percent better it would restrict them <laughs> to making it go all over the place
0: because that's the thing about dark Knight Rises. always bothers me is they have that big huge fight that's basically on wall street so yeah. you see that's yeah. wall street yeah and then it's like oh now they're on pittsburgh's football field right. and that just doesn't make any sense in my brain at yeah. all yeah gotham is not supposed to be any one particular city and so you think that you can just put you know just piece together a bunch of cities and it's all right but it, it doesn't work that well i'd
3: rather have pittsburgh gotham than gotham and metropolis literally a half a mile apart from each other <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> and they could have succeeded better here because i think batman begins was shot somewhere other than chicago it was london but batman begins and dark Knight cities feel similar Yeah, feel like i'm in the same place and there is something very jarring about Dark Knight Rises because even some of those even some of those B roll aerial shots, you're just like, well, That's not that big of a city." It's just, right. Like, this is like, is this Cleveland? Is this <laughs> like, where are we? Anyway, I Des Moines. You. Good yeah, Des Moines. Um, I immediately went to this weird idea, and after the Dark Knight and that Hong Kong sequence, mm-hmm. I got a little obsessed with Hong Kong in the, in the sense that. Uh, I love pictures and videos of its skyline. Yeah. It's got one of the most unique landscapes, one of the hugest skylines. It just seems to stretch on and on forever. I want to see Spider-Man in Hong Kong. Can mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. imagine that? I, I don't know what, the, what the, the reason is. I don't know why he's he's there. You know what, though?
0: I, I would like to see superheroes in a different city yeah? a lot of times, because it's it's only New York getting saved in yeah. these things. It seems like it. Um, in, in a lot of these, and it would be cool to see them like, you know, you know, Spidey goes on vacation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and he's like in a different town for a month or something, and he has to, he's getting into some shit. Well, yeah, it's even, not like its
3: powers like extend to the city limit. Or, there's know? like a whole deleted sequence in Spider-Man Homecoming when he's been taken to Europe by Happy to be involved in that airline airport thing fight from Civil War, uh-huh. but has enough downtime. He sne- sneaks out at night. I think it's the night before or the night after that airport scene. And has, like, the, the it's rapid cut of all his, like, dozens of adventures over the course of one night. Like, he saves a guy. He's on the roof partying with some people. <laughs> and then, like, Happy shows up the next morning and shows him a picture. And it's, like, a headline that, like prime minister or something something he's like that guy was the prime minister <laughs> like, uh, it sounds like a great sequence that would have been fun to keep in the movie but I see why they cut it but again that would have even that would have felt like you know a yeah. hero we're used to yeah. being in New York in a different setting I think there's something but you
0: imagine there. how badass that would be Spider-Man in Hong Kong I mean or I'm something. telling you
3: dude I, it could be two hours of him swinging Spider-Man, yeah, in, care if he fights anybody. Spider-Man
0: in Tokyo I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it would be so cool just to see that in a different
2: backdrop and I agree everything. I think, think that'd about be the awesome. crowd reactions in something like tokyo or, or hong kong completely different than new yorkers who are just like ah fuck get the fuck out of yeah. here you know i mean well, how
0: many fucking heroes does new york need to have yeah. anyway and, and we're, we're trying to them.
3: reach the asian market with our movies anyway mm-hmm. right and what yeah. better to do than to take a worldwide known hero like batman or spider-man mm-hmm. and plop them down into one of the biggest cities and- yeah and
0: instead of it being some like tacked on let's appeal to the hong kong and you know yeah. chinese audience and all that you just go ahead and make it there, you well, know, you're going to have their, you know.
3: That's part of why the first three Bourne movies work so well, I think, is that they change locales so frequently and so diversely. We we get to see essentially the same ass-kicking Bourne. They're yeah. uh, following the same story model in each of those movies for the most part, but because the locales are so different, and he's, that, that sequence in Ultimatum when he's trying to find... Um, julia styles and he's up on the roof but he's still running from the cops and the guy is hunting julia styles and he's got to put things on his hands because mm-hmm. it's classic like anyway move on <laughs> what's your
0: answer <laughs> thought about this for a while and i and like every time i came up with an answer i was like no i don't think i would change that i don't think i would change that but then I, it occurred to me die hard with a vengeance needs to be in a different place now maybe not didn't maybe not new york city maybe they just keep it in new york city but the issue with Die Hard with a Vengeance is remember in Die Hard it's all in one building. Yep. In Die Hard 2 it's an it's in an airport. Now bigger, you know, bigger space to work around in obviously than the building but still in one spot. New York City, it's fucking everywhere yep. in New York City and I don't I think that sort of betrays what Die Hard is um maybe that's not how the filmmakers ever thought of die hard maybe they just thought john mcclain's just an action hero that just can you know i always thought of it more of as a closed space yeah i agree and maybe they think new york city is a closed space somehow i don't know maybe that's
2: maybe that's their point i don't know but uh because they go all the way from harlem they start off in harlem right and then they yeah go, they're in harlem they go to the financial
3: district yeah, they, central in- park they, they
2: have to
0: go 180 blocks or something, yeah, because yeah. they're they're in Harlem and then they have to go to the financial district. It's completely different. Right? right, right. Yeah. Um. So like, and then they go through the park to. I don't know yeah, how they. Sit, he drives through and, yeah, Central Park. They don't. I don't know why going through Central Park got them closer to the financial district. But um. Anyway, I feel like now. See, sudden death did come out in 1995 yeah. with Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> Uh, die hard, So sudden death did this. They were in a hockey rink. Yeah, but I feel like Die Hard with a Vengeance could have been better if it was in Yankee Stadium oh. or or Shea Stadium or something like Madison that. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. Because uh, Simon could still play his Simon Says games in Yankee Stadium and mm-hmm. everything. It wouldn't change the fundamental story at all. It would. I guess it would change it to the fact that I don't know. He could still have a. They still be a distraction at Yankee Stadium while he goes and robs you know, the, the Federal Reserve. Hell, her.
3: man, uh, the town showed us that you can make a pretty good penny if you rob a baseball stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Just don't true. let your ex, crack whore, get in a car accident. Oh, no, <laughs> you, you definitely don't do that. <laughs> they broke
0: you. rule one there.
3: Um, <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> <That's> or, <wrong. laughs> or maybe don't tell her before the robbery where you're going to rob. Like, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Especially if you know she's on crack and, you know, probably hours from being picked up at any given moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it always bothered me that she knew the goddamn plan
0: but uh they they actually do go to yankee stadium and die out with the right. and it's for one clue uh, oh yeah they it, go
2: all the way to the bronx
0: yeah yeah they go all over the fucking place like it shouldn't be able to do this in one day <laughs> um but uh but yeah they if if it was during a world series game or something yeah. like that and they could have i mean of course they make this a big summer like it's hot and it's 100 degrees out and everything. Um. But I mean, they could make it during any game, whatever. And and somehow McLean has to keep everybody calm, and nobody needs nobody. Maybe he, nobody's supposed to find out about
3: what's going on. And can he end up in the dugout and then um, replacing the catcher?
1: Yes, just, just like sudden
3: death. Yes, Jean Claude as yes. a goalie, or or like uh, what
0: they wanted to do with Rain Man and have Ray go out and pitch the eighth inning of the Dodgers game, <laughs> uh,
1: um.
0: <laughs> or Naked Gun, where naked you go. Them. yeah. <laughs> Maybe this movie's been done. Maybe we shouldn't do it at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> no,
3: but no, I like the idea of another large but enclosed venue. Yeah, and like you said it. You could even take it out of New York. You could set it at the Sydney Opera House for all right. I care. But I, I feel like that movie feels less like a Die Hard movie and more like a straight up action Yeah,
0: movie. yeah, exactly. And that's what, and and I think, of course, after that, they just completely went away from that. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why in some ways they started doing this because after Die Hard and Die Hard 2, they had Die Hard on a boat under siege came yeah. out. They had Die Hard on a bus. Speed came out. They essentially had Die Hard on a subway when Speed came out. And even they have a subway scene in Die Hard. Um, So they were running out of these closed spaces to put a Die Hard movie in. But and yeah like i said sudden death and all these you know these movies are like doing
3: uh, did sudden death only take place in the the hockey well it starts out in general pittsburgh he's picking up his kids to drive them to the game but it's basically all in that hockey sudden death
0: came out about six or seven months after die hard with a vengeance um i don't know if anybody i mean i doubt that they was there was ever a thought like let's make this a yankee stadium Ah, sudden death doing shit I i can't do that
3: but you know um why not an amusement park Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. It would be great. Like, there's a great Tom Clancy book called Rainbow Six. A lot of the games are huh? based on that. Um, in
0: fact, they could do it at, uh, at uh, in Brooklyn for that because there's the, the boardwalk and oh, there's yeah. the, you know, the... Where's Coney
3: Island? It's Coney Island. Coney, yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Coney you know, know where they should have mm-hmm. said it? Yeah. <laughs> holiday world yes <laughs> in santa claus indiana yeah that's where jay cutler's from
2: Ah, nice
3: <laughs> maybe he could cameo like dan marino and bad boys too
2: this is one of the questions that i fucking love i could talk about this all day what is your favorite lawyer performance oh, Jesus. ah
0: um well i always say edward norton and the people versus larry flint why do you say that i don't remember uh, much about that movie i saw it Um, it is one of the most human, uh, portrayals of a lawyer that you'll ever see. He's not driven. He's not like, uh, doing something shady like the firm or Mm -hmm. something like that. He is a normal guy. And the thing is, if you, and you, especially when you just see how he's defending Larry Flint during this whole thing, and he's having to defend him through this circus of like religious types and Republicans and all this other type of stuff, um, the best part of it though is when he's you know and you know and he's conflicted too he doesn't really like larry flint right. and he keeps larry flint keeps fucking him every chance he gets but they get to the uh they get, figuratively right but they get to uh they get to the supreme court and this was in the trailer too but that whole like argument he has uh for larry flint by at the end of it um First off, it doesn't feel like it's a prepared, like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to talk to the audience here type of thing. Uh, he's like a lot of you out there don't like Larry, doesn't they don't you don't like what Larry Flint does. I don't like what Larry Flint does. Yeah. But what I do like is being in a country where I'm allowed to make that choice for myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does that in such a way that it's not like, you know, it's not grandstanding. It's not it's the f- most human sort of lawyer you're ever going to see in a movie yeah uh my close second would be denzel washington in philadelphia yeah uh, nice. Yeah. Um, similar reasons similar yeah. yeah very similar and especially because i believe this is a a real accurate portrayal of somebody because he, he doesn't want to do this case yeah he, he i mean he only does it because he's the last person that beckett comes to and uh, and and uh and he's not you know, he's not down. He doesn't like homosexuals. He doesn't mm-hmm. like them. He's, 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 he has to like sort of learn this during the entire trial. And, um. but you know, it, all the stuff that he does in, in this is, is kind of akin to what we see in a few good men and stuff like, that. I know yeah. that you're going to see, we're probably going to get that mentioned, but, um, but, uh, but he, he comes out there and starts asking these guys questions that really are on the line as far as whether you can ask these type of things. Like mm-hmm. he keeps asking the people who are in, who are the firm, are you a homosexual? Yeah. And, and to see the reactions of them, like, no, of course I'm not, you know, that's what he wants. He wants the jury to see that they, you know, Sam Beckett was in a, like a hated situation, right. there, You know? And, um, he keeps putting these things out there. People are like, well, I don't know why he's doing this. That's the reason why it's the reaction that these guys get you know whatever but then you know he's got uh, you know that his final arguments too when they fired back it because, because he had AIDS they broke the law mm-hmm. and it's just a it's a scene that gives me chills right now thinking of him doing that in the movie and everything so those two lawyers those are the best fucking lawyers yeah nice.
3: I suppose are pretty uh, unimpeachable mm-hmm. I was just watching uh, catch me if you can the other day and I, I, that scene where he's in court Stuck out to me because he's like, and that will prove why the defendant is a liar. And like the judge leans forward and he's like, there is no defendant. There is no jury. This is a preliminary hearing. What in the hell is wrong with you? And I realized it goes from that. To them having an engagement – like, somehow that judge didn't go straight to Martin Sheen and go, you hired a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear what he did in my courtroom today? Anyway, that's obviously not my answer. Um, uh, I would start uh, with Jim Carrey and Liar Liar. Ah, nice. And there's a couple different reasons because it's one of the first times I ever saw Jim Carrey have a little bit of heart to his performance – especially at the end when he's like, I hold myself in contempt. Why should you be any different? But what I love about him as a lawyer and his performance in this case is that he is, he is handcuffed from winning this case the way he normally would. Mm -hmm. And it probably wouldn't even go to trial if he wasn't handcuffed because he has to tell the truth Uh, and he can't get any more continuances. He can't get out of it. So he's, he's unable to lie. And then he finds that loophole Mm -hmm. when he realizes how old she is and that doesn't really matter anything said in the court that contract is void because uh, she signed it when she was a minor mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and it's I love that there's actually a legal hook there and in that in, in a movie that's a very broad comedy they could have gone a completely different reaction uh, direction with how he wins the case they could have had some sudden revelation about the dad that he was arguing again I don't know they could have gone a bunch of different ways but they found a legal loophole that made sense um, and uh, I really like that. Nice. Anyway, I this, you're talking to somebody who grew up on Matlock and Perry Mason. My dad loved both <laughs> of those shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've probably seen every episode of both of those shows three or four different times. And what's, I wouldn't choose either one of them. I'll tell day. you what's <laughs>
0: funny about Matlock and Perry Mason, because I've seen quite a bit of those too, is how many times they would do stuff in a courtroom that would never be allowed. Yeah. Like, you know, like I remember watching one Matlock where there's this, there's this idea that the person over the other, other of the line is, is stating a time on the, on the phone. And then Matlock goes over and, and, and sort of says, what if it's a room number he's talking about? Not a time. Nobody knows the answer, (laughs) but he's like, what if it's a room number? And everybody's like, yeah, I didn't think of it that way. And that's how he gets those, that person, you know, off and everything. I was like. Wait a minute.
3: That's just one guy's opinion. I love how the nice guys plays with that, where Ryan Gosling is like, oh, no, this means Burbank Apartments West. It's not a flight at all because of this and this. And you're like, oh, totally makes sense. And they get there and it's torn down. Yeah. Again. It's like, so, to the airport then? And then neither one of them are right because it ends up being the, the hotel anyway.
1: I,
2: I love those Perry Mason things. Braman Burr is always like, He's always thundering away at people and be like, D- you were at this place at this time. Were you not? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I, I guess not. And he's like, well, is this the case or is it not? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no surprise. Okay, so my, I'll give lip service to Daniel Caffey, obviously, and A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so perfect. He would be on the Mount Rushmore of movie lawyers. <clears throat> oh, man. I mean, because he, he also comes around. He's... He's not like sold on this. He wants a set of steak knives and everything, and then he gets in, and then he just gets the this. Uh dormant thing inside of him mm-hmm. just springs out that he's genetically predisposed to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrific. And of course Kevin Lomax from The Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Uh who also does something similar to what you were talking about, uh, with Edward Norton in People versus Larry Flint. When he's defending Craig T. Nelson, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he cheats on his wife. He does this. I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he starts to get the jury over on his side, but doesn't mean that he killed it even Yeah. Um so, you know, those are those are awesome. But my real answer is going to be uh my cousin Vinny. Uh because yeah. Joe Pesci, man. I, first of all, I'm a sucker for these things. Love legally blonde and all that shit. Like try, if, uh, if you well, get trial error. Trial uh, and error, try try and error, error. man. I, I can watch this stuff all the time, but I had never seen Pesci be funny, funny. You know? I mean, yeah, he Not was scary funny, you mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was kind of funny, scary funny in Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, but like he's fucking hilarious in this movie. Mhm. Uh, you know, he goes through the whole thing where he can't find something where he's in this small town, he can't get any sleep. Mm-hmm. He and Fred Gwen keep just fucking going at it. <laughs> he doesn't know what discovery is. Yeah, yeah. He goes over and the other lawyer is like, you know, I'll, I'll send you all the, the case files that you want. And he goes back and he's like. To, Marissa Tomei is like, I tell you what, I got this deal, man. I, I get him to, to give me all of the documents. She's like, it's called fucking Discovery, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. She's great in that. And that whole scene, how it plays out at the end where he's so fucking proud of himself. Mm-hmm. That when he looks at this picture and he's got Marissa Tomei on the stand, he's like, I got it. And when he's questioning her, he's looking at the jury. He's like, hey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So fucking great, man. Uh, That's one of the movies. It's one of those sneaky movies that I've probably seen like 15, 16 times. Just because it was on VHS it was always on hbo or something like that growing up and you could just always kind of get absorbed in it
0: by yeah. the way i'm glad that trial and error got mentioned because i don't think we've ever mentioned it on the podcast <laughs> but that's a very good movie yeah it's like, very enjoyable yeah that's uh jeff daniels is uh he he can't go to court so he gets michael richards to be <laughs> him essentially and then he ha- and then he's basically forced to be him for the rest of the trial and everything
3: hey how uh, about jury duty how about it? I just wanted to drop that. Polly Shore. I don't think we've ever oh, talked about yeah, that. Oh yeah, Polly Shore co- podcast either. And the Runaway Jury is also really good too. I just watched a lot of that yesterday. The um, Runaway Jury. Yeah, it was on. Mm-hmm. It's one. You know, a couple times a day. there's just not really a good movie on. Yeah. I have most of the movie channels to keep this from happening, but every now and then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll watch the Runaway Jury. Nothing <laughs> better on. And that's not really even so much about the lawyers ultimately. 'Cause like Dustin Hoffman and even uh, Jeremy Piven, mm-hmm. uh, they're the they're two of the lawyers, but the movie's much more about Gene Hackman, who's a, a jury specialist uh-huh. and John Cusack who has infiltrated the jury and that he does some magic there that doesn't make any sense. Dustin Hoffman does? No, John Cusack does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it cuts from his like big speech with the angry guy who who literally just said, I'm not giving her a fucking cent. Right. And he talks for three sentences. And we cut and they're coming out with their verdict and they've awarded $110 million. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I needed like a whole 12 angry men scene yeah. in the middle there with more explanation. Anyway, yeah. what are you going to do?
2: There is a nice scene, though, where Rachel Weiss is, um, is confronting Gene Hackman. And she's like, yeah, you know, just this super confident, like fucking fuck you type of thing. Mm. And I'm going to put you in your place. And as soon as he leaves, she takes this big, deep breath, and you can oh, tell yeah. that she was fucking terrified yeah. the yeah. time. Yeah,
3: it's when she gets off the little streetcar right. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff.
2: Oh, this is a fun one. For the Everything Wrong With Sins videos, how do you determine the outtakes or bloopers portion that goes at the end of the video? Uh, I always think it's fun to search for where the references come from and laugh at the ones that I know that you're referencing. Keep up the awesome work.
3: What do you guys think? This is a little like kind of peek behind the curtains. Yeah. Oh, well, you want to peek behind my curtain? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charge extra for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, for me, it's always just about something I have just seen reminds me of another movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, now, I well, well before Cinemasins, for twenty some years now, I've just been that guy who quotes movies in regular conversations with people. It's just something I do. I remember lines, and then they come out when the situation seems appropriate. And so it can be visual, like somebody falling off something. We might do that Simpsons, I regret nothing. (laughs) Um, Or somebody falling into water, and we're going to go back to Skyfall from Adele. Mm. I saw a guy... On the subreddit, I think he posted a whole post about it. He dropped a he dropped a dead bug in the toilet and instantly heard Skyfall <laughs> by <a dentist. laughs> Um Or it can be audio. A lot of times it's dialogue related. Uh, so we'll we'll pull dialogue from another movie this actor's been in. So like when we did Lego Batman, we pulled Mike um, George Michael from Arrested Development mm-hmm. under Robin because it was voiced mm-hmm. by the same actor. Um, or, or it could just be this looks a lot like X and then we'll just run audio from X. Like if it's five people in hoods walking over a mountain shot from a mile up, I'm going to do some Lord of the Rings music, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. What, what, what would you say? Uh,
0: and then I remember like these used to be in the main body of the videos. Um, and then we got to a point and I don't know where this point was. I don't even remember uh, where we just decided that those type of things should be after all of our observations and everything but if you look at stuff like life of Pi, it's got that forrest gump thing in it in the middle of it Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. got
3: um well and even the early early videos that had outtakes were literally sins that we cut. yeah they were video Mm -hmm. they were just actual narrations and sins and then somehow that morphed into more of references kind of
0: did thing. one on the dark knight that i can't quite remember what it what it was but it was something about his the flaming logo that he makes oh yeah it was dark knight rises dark knight rises yeah um uh, and and I, and it was just like a a sin we took out yeah. and then after that it became all these like things that we've you know cuz we did even in X Men, where we started doing the static breaks and everything like that, even in those we had some in the video, like the the line must be drawn here yeah. and all that. We had that in the middle of the actual uh, video. Um, X Men was like the first time that we had had the static breaks, and more than one became a became a thing. Yeah. Like uh, because I remember uh, I had to go to. I had to go to L.A., and I was like the guy who was on the edits for all those. And I was like, man, we got so many that are so good and whatever. And I was like, let's make them. And how do we break it up? Oh, we'll just put some static in between or whatever. Um, so we only – I think we had three there. That seemed to be a lot at the time. Yeah. <laughs> now we've, got, we've done 20, I think, in, in one or whatever. But – um, but yeah, uh, like you were saying, it's, a lot of time it's the actor and I love doing those meta things where an actor's been in the same movie as the other actor yeah. that they're talking with, or you do something fun with what they're doing in this movie, um, and cut in another movie. The first time I remember doing the, um, same actor thing was in the Halloween remake because we had Mal- Malcolm, McDowell sitting there doing a speech. And I wanted to put him in Clockwork Orange, watching his own speech, and it was, of course, you know, in Clockwork Orange. He's got the you know the things opening his eyes, and he's like, "Let me out, <laughs> let me out." So it was like you know him talking, and then like him saying, "Let me out" at the same time. um So just fun stuff like that. I is what you know. I think mainly now, it is. It is, you know, stuff that reminds us of other things that happen in movies is number one. And then, like, we try to do something with that actor that they've done before in some other movie. And that's number two. But if we have some other, like, fun thing that we want to do, that's usually what it
3: is. My favorite, now, people may not realize that uh, the three of us, Chris Barrett and I, will all create new outtakes once we get the video from the editors. The editors usually will look at our scripted outtakes and do four or five of them. Uh, and then one of us, whoever's the main editor on that video, gets to come behind and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the funnest part ever of putting together a sins video. Definitely it's getting yeah. to match up that. My favorite ones are when there's a TV in the background, <laughs> and we can crop something <laughs> obscure yeah. weird, related to the actors, what have you, and put it on that TV. There's a lot of fun to be had. there. Oh yeah, <laughs> a
0: lot. yeah. And uh, I, and even though you know that there's not going to be very many people who get it, I love those obscure ones too. Yeah. Because there's going to be at least three or four people who know what that is. And everybody else is just going to be in the dark. But those (laughs) three or four people will be delighted.
3: Yeah, it's extra worth it, I think. Because I I believe, probably on average, about 50% of them you recognize, or at least subconsciously you know you know what it's from. You just can't place it. Um, And then, you know, there's obscure ones. But it pays off so much better for the viewer who gets that obscure reference. Mm -hmm
0: and then and then i also think because i used to listen to a lot of like you know like ministry and stuff like that yeah. back in the day and they used to have these like you know movie clip uh, things that would just show up in the in the music and i'd be like what the hell is that mm-hmm. and you would never know and it would just torture you and then finally you'd see the movie and you're like oh that's that fucking <laughs> shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> your microphone reverberating like a tuning fork. <laughs> uh,
2: no, those are definitely the most fun parts of, especially when you get to the end of the edit, you've got, gone through everything and then you can really just start and it's so much fun to get it just perfect mm-hmm. where the guy's mouth is moving or the character's mouth is moving just, just so, I remember uh, Jeremy when he did Star Trek 3 um, lined up Christopher Lloyd's character with the hill valley speech from back to the future it was so fucking perfect every time that happens i'll watch it before if i'm doing it i'll watch it over and over and over again and laugh my ass off Mm -hmm. every time and can't wait to see if you guys sometimes
3: you just have to let it go and you're not going to get good lip movements (laughs) and then sometimes you can tell just just by how much they're on screen talking that if you're patient and the easiest way to do this is just to recut the scene and you know have them move their mouth and then cut to the person they're talking to while you still hear yeah. the audio and then cut back to them. Even if they had paused in the movie for a minute, mm-hmm. you just cut back to another time when they're talking. That's my favorite
0: trick yeah. because <laughs> they'll stop like I did one with basic instinct where there was uh, uh, James Reborn is talking to Michael Douglas and he they're both in the same. They're both in the game together later on. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to have James Reborn talking to Michael Douglas about the game in this one scene where they're all in a conference room or whatever. So he says uh, a bunch of stuff up to a point and then the scene just changes and I'm like, damn it. How am I going to get this in? And I just reversed the footage to make it look like he's continued talking. Now, that reverse, you're probably going to notice it. But at the same time, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
2: a beautiful thing about outtakes is that everything else is so you know, scrubbed by all three of us. And this one you can kind of mm. let loose a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh,
0: if there was anything, if there was any outtake that uh, has gone across on one of our videos that came before CinemaSins it would have been the Lord of the Rings one where uh, Gandalf is reading from that thing that the the dwarves wrote in before they got attacked or whatever and I always thought it was funny that whoever was writing in this thing drew this big long line afterwards and i was like that's so much like monty python the holy grail where the guy wrote ah uh, and, and he's like he wouldn't bother to write ah he would just just say ah and then he'd fall down so like so like when we finally got around to lord of the rings i was like oh there's this scene it's so much." <laughs> i put in that whole thing from the you know monty python where he's talking about like <laughs> joseph of arimathea and yeah, all yeah. that and, <laughs> and he's like and, and I, I had that was another one that I had to time it too because gandalf stops talking mm-hmm. so i had to like i think I had to cut in some other scenes in the middle of it and then finally got to the part where the you know you see the the thing with a trail off <laughs> and as soon as the trail off happens you have that <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the best the best outtake in the world i was so glad i was able to get it in all right uh that'll do it for this week keep going to sincast presented by cinema facebook page soundcloud reddit twitter we're everywhere yeah, yeah. email us yeah. shit we've got a whole bunch of stuff uh, tell us uh, what we got wrong in this episode. Tell us uh, what you would uh, would have done in- instead.
2: Yeah, spread uh, the word too, man. Tell tell people about us. If you are enjoying listening to us, talk to a friend and say, hey, you should try this out. Yeah,
0: give us a rating on
2: iTunes. Yeah, baby, you know that type of thing.
0: Um, but uh, that'll do it for this week. It's Chris Agnew and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Shearer We'll see you next time.
2: Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Reddit, and be sure to visit CinemaSins.com. Doesn't it look nice in here? It does look What'd nice Would you do clean here? or vacuum or something? Uh, I need to vacuum, actually. but um, Yeah, no, I cleaned up, got everything all situated. Yeah, or, man. Chris's that. toes are saved now from the uh the business being that's right business that's
0: right. yeah that was this top of the desk thing was out out there i remember that yeah and i was always having to go around it and and stuff and if it was you know if it was dark wait, late one night the cat does something stupid or whatever you have to come over and basically sh- every night they, every night and you check up on it and everything and you're like oh fuck what is oh <laughs> that <laughs> fucking thing
2: <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I found i found thank you notes by the way they're right here for both of you for uh the christmas gift. oh yeah that's right <laughs> the what the last year's christmas gift?
0: barrett gave me these these thank you notes <laughs> after you had left one day and i was like oh yeah i'll have to give that to jeremy and just never have
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's open it
0: this christmas that's awesome as a tradition that's right all right everybody welcome to the SinCast. this is chris atkinson from cinema sins joined as always by the voice wait a minute did i fuck that up i fucked that up um uh, I don't know. I may have not fucked it up and no. thought I did, and then I fucked it <laughs> up. By, by rule, say- fucked it up. <laughs> did you say
3: shoulder or soldier? Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> by the way, it's funny. Uh, this is definitely either an outtake or just going to be completely cut. Uh, but uh friend of ours uh, was talking about how uh one of his friends was at a bar and jay cutler was was at the bar and apparently this friend knew had a knew this new jay cutler's cousin or something like that so there's a point where he goes to the bathroom and jay cutler is in the bathroom with him and he's like yeah i knew your cousin blah 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 whatever and apparently jay cutler was like don't care <laughs>
3: because <laughs> he was probably wasted <laughs> yeah. probably
0: but probably because he's Jay Cutler too uh, uh, uh,
2: <laughs> I hope that's true I want that to be a true story oh my so god like, that's gotta be true <laughs> oh that I think that's true for sure
0: that's awesome oh my god that made me laugh so Don't hard oh
1: <laughs> 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 It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm like
2: hyper paranoid that somehow that's gonna end you're up Okay, you're gonna cut all this anyway, you're looking shit up. Did you like bad moms at all? I know we had specific problems. We all had specific problems with it.
0: So yeah, just looking at it as a comedy, there was something that was bothering me about it. First off, bad moms is, is such a marketing thing because mm-hmm. there's nobody in that movie who's really a bad mom except Catherine hahn yeah and so so she's not i mean even Catherine hahn i mean Catherine hahn's a bad mom what pisses me off about it is by the end of it she has some sort of change well that's end. that's
2: what i was writing about Comes there's this a, magic pta yeah, election that fixes, fucking fixes everything, everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: and and so yeah so suddenly she's like giving her son like you know (laughs) like organic food for lunch and shit and and she's like i love you and he's and he's like oh great finally my mom loves me like that comes off very very like disingenuous um so yeah i I mean aside from all i mean if if you just sort of ignore the the plot problems of the movie Mm -hmm. like you know that I I look to see is it funny? Is it funny? And there's not much funny.
2: I didn't laugh. I, I don't think I laughed once. I did, in spite of myself, laugh at Daddy's home, motherfucker. When, just because it's so out of nowhere on that motorcycle when
3: he drops up. The see that <laughs> bothered the shit out of me because of the way they cut up to Will Ferrell like a cartoon stuck in the wall. Right, like he was an arrow.
2: No, that's ridiculous. I'm talking about just that second where like he goes yeah. through and then up. Yeah
3: uh it made me laugh out loud.
0: See, I think Bad Moms the thing is about Bad Moms is is it appeals it appeals to moms who, who go through all that every day. And so they like the idea of, you know, these chicks going around drinking and like saying I don't give a fuck and mm-hmm. all that. And it's like, wow, it's kind of a fantasy and but the thing is it's playing up to that only only that only people who are who have, you know, who can really really relate to that can really laugh at it and so maybe it's just not for us
2: yeah i mean and that's i think that's why they have those two protracted things of like my kid eats butter for an entree right. oh my kid shot a homeless woman exactly or something like that you know it's like oh well at least my kids aren't that bad because these girls are saying something even crazier yes so
0: i, <laughs> I think i think they knew their audience this is what bad moms does well they knew their audience they played up to that audience, and that's why it was a huge hit. I don't know if this sequel is going to be much of a mm-hmm. hit. doesn't seem like they like did much advertising of it or, no, no. or anything. Like, the, the first Bad Moms, you kind of had an awareness of it coming out and everything.
3: Wasn't it only like a year and a half ago anyway? Yeah, it wasn't long. That's part of the problem.
0: And uh, and Daddy's Home's the same way. The yeah. sequel is just kind I mean, they've done way more marketing, though, because that's every fucking where. Yeah. Uh, But Bad Moms Christmas, I haven't seen anything on that. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, uh, so I don't you know I don't think that's going to be the hit that they hope it is. And I'm tired of I hate this like let's make it a holiday theme type of thing. Like let's try to find a a, a you know a new chapter but let's let make it a holiday movie or something. I don't I don't like that either really. What's yep.
3: next? Bad Moms Thanksgiving? Yeah. B- probably. Bad Moms Easter. Yeah. Bad Moms Groundhog holidays. Day. Mm-hmm. Groundhog Day. Um <laughs> We've had uh
2: those two recently where one guy like binged our episodes, like eighty six of our episodes in, in like a couple of weeks. Wow. Uh and then oh uh that's the one that jumped out of the plane. Like he Oh he, yeah. He he didn't like point break
3: because of like the, the skydiving scenes. Oh yeah. Well but see if you <laughs> this guy had jumped like 800 yeah, times right okay yeah. and he's still active i think right uh-huh. if i've read the email right but yeah, if you've jumped like- out of a plane 800 times that kind of shit's gonna bother yeah, you in a movie yeah. because i'm sure they gloss over i mean it bothers me when skydiving people talk to each other on the way down because yeah. i just know physics but i'm sure there's a lot of what they do in movies and skydiving that's just fucked up and wrong <laughs> and yeah if that was my profession i'd be really annoyed by that shit my mom used to critique like medical shows because she was a nurse Mm -hmm. for years and she was a ob nurse who helped deliver babies and movies always fudge that stuff And Mm -hmm. like when a when they cut to the newborn this is like in the 80s and and it's like obviously an eight month old baby or whatever that has no goo on it and she's always like that's not a real baby that's (laughs) not what it would be like it's anyway That i mean when it's your profession you notice that stuff in movies and entertainment more
2: yeah, that's what was so awesome about ER.
3: Well, that's what my mom, You, well, she loved ER yeah. because it was one of the most, well, it was created by Michael Crichton, who's mm-hmm. a medical doctor. So it makes sense that it would have some semblance of realism. But like the doses and like
2: the actual medication, like that stuff that we were seeing in the hospital and Candy and I would watch it all the time. And be yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's exactly you'd give, you know, all four milligrams. Yep. Push, yeah, they know? were
3: very accurate on that show, at least for the first, I don't know, kind of got soap opera after a while. I don't know what they did because I tuned out. Yeah. Scrubs is good about that too some scrubs
2: mm. scrubs is on like fuse all the time i now. don't
3: want no scrubs did you scrubs know i was is a, a guy who can't get no love from <laughs> mm-hmm. me it's Hanging on comedy central all the time now too is it really friends ride trying to <laughs> holler at me i know the lyrics to that song for some reason i love that song that was a trl uh staple for a while hey how's the new trl doing i haven't looked <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's been out for a couple of weeks
2: now right <laughs> oh, It fucking sucks man does it really oh my god it's like um they made the studio bigger. Oh, good! But they're the shots are claustrophobic. Like anytime they cut to like a bit, they tighten up the shot to where it's like seeing you guys, and that's it. Like there's this huge like two thousand square foot studio, and they cut to this tiny little corner of it to do mm. like some sort of thing. And one of them was like a fucking uh, lip sync challenge, hmm. and I was like, all right. And it wasn't even very good. Okay, that's fine. But like, do something different. Can
1: I
3: tell you how upset I am that we live in a world where lip sync battles is a super popular uh, game show? Mm-hmm. You're fucking. Now, first of all, we had this without celebrities in the '80s. Do you remember this? Putting on the hits? Oh yeah. No, I never saw that. <laughs> you remember this? Yeah, it was on the Comedy Channel, wasn't it? I don't know what fucking channel it was on, or but A&E I watched or something it. Like that. But that was okay. That was the peak. <laughs> lip syncing is cool like, <laughs> yeah. just because it's celebrity now we've got the. have you seen the ads for this rap battle celebrity show no okay so it must be coming on tbs or something that's the
0: james corden isn't it there's
3: a james corden thing right i think he's hosting that at, but all the all the previews i've seen contain little bits of tv and movie stars doing some kind of rap and i'm like fuck you are don't they- build this as a rap battle this is like prepared as snl they've been working for weeks on this rap somebody probably helped them write it and mm-hmm. taught them cadence and they're, you're gonna play it off like which one of these is it's like my Bialik was on there for, yeah <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck none of these people are rappers this is it's stupid even yeah
0: get real rappers get people who are really like out there always crafting this If stuff. you
3: got me eminem Hosting slash performing and judging a, an actual rap battle show, fine, I'm in. But you just want your celebrity. Your, it doesn't your celebrity have yeah,
0: That's the thing. It doesn't have to be celebrities. I think it would work better without celebrities.
3: Yeah, it would. There's plenty of people out there that you know can actually rap battle. But they did uh,
2: Wild Now. just basically that, right? I don't yeah, know if you ever
1: watched.
3: Even, even Wild Now
0: out. though has got a celebrity kind of mm-hmm. tent to it, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, it does. Now, like when it was first starting, it was. Lesser known people, oh, and yeah? then they would get into like rap battles and stuff like that or freestyles. Was and it the like Nick that. Cannon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, the kids, I was doing a child and adolescent psychiatry at the time. And first of all, I hate kids. Second of all, like I had no idea what they were into. And, Everybody watched Wild N' Out. Like, this mm-hmm. was 2006, 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. and that was the shit. Yeah. Everybody, do Not you know what happened on Wild N' Out? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was like SNL when I was in middle school. If you didn't know the best lines from the skits from Saturday Night Live on Monday morning, you were lost. Oh, Just really? Everyone was speaking in. Yeah, man. I what, mean, what, what era was that? That's like, I'm talking like probably Mike the Myers, beginning of hard. cable where most of us didn't have cable, and so uh-huh. SNL was about... I mean, I remember watching it on a black and white UHF, like, I don't know, UHF, but a black and white antenna TV. Mm. And Mom and dad would always catch me and yell at me because they didn't want me to watch it. But There was I, some fucked up shit. I needed to know the jokes that people were telling on Monday or I'd be lost. I'd be like, oh, did you see SNL? No. Okay, fuck you for the day. We're going to go talk over here.
1: <laughs> just for the day. I would love a whole episode that's just outtakes. <laughs>